listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I am a black woman. The music of my song, some sweet appreggio of tears, is written in a minor key and I can be heard humming in the night. Can be heard humming in the night. I saw my mate leap screaming to the sea and I, with these hands, cut the life breath from my issue in the cane break. I lost Nat's swinging body in a rain of tears and heard my son scream all the way from Anzio for peace he never knew. Learned Da Nang and Porkchop Hill in anguish. Now my nostrils know the gas and these trigger-tired fingers seek the softness in my warrior's beard. I am a black woman, tall as a cypress, strong, beyond all definition still defying place and time and circumstance assailed impervious indestructible look on me and be renewed hey welcome to the black out to podcast your host rod and Aaron. we're in the house on a tuesday mm-hmm. one more day before we review walking dead and yes. uh have fun with that mm-hmm. and miss smart will be here Yay. as our guest that'll be seven o'clock tomorrow um but today of course we're still gonna get down on it and uh, have some fun we we sure are and uh for those of you out there uh been hitting me up about my windshield wipers i got to use them bitches today that's correct and they was good man i was like ah shit now i was very what it was repelling from everywhere i was very excited for you i shit i was excited to use them I knew it was going to be raining today, and I said, I know Karen will be excited about that. I know. Put, put them bitches to use, and it was worth every dime. Uh, <laughs> iTunes, Stitcher, five-star reviews. You guys know what to do. Leave them, and we'll read them. Uh, the official weapon of the show is the taser. an unofficial sport. It's bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme. And let's get into the news, okay, guys? Try to think. Do we have any sponsors this week? Hold on oh wait we actually do have a sponsor uh give me a second i gotta i gotta find the sexy music real quick um and i need to open up the copy because that would have been smart um all right no problem all right how about uh how about this oh wait no Mm. here you go Ah, you talking about the middle school? I really did. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just want you to sit down for just a minute. Let me talk to you. Last night, you had to talk to him first back then. Yes, this is when you had them long intros too. Now they just start the song um adam and eve is determined to help you spice things up in the bedroom okay it's women's history month okay everybody get out there and celebrate uh they are going to help you out by giving you half off of just about any item if you go to adamandeve.com uh all you got to do is put in offer code tbgw tbgwt at checkout 
and uh you get half off but in addition to that they'll also give you the big o kit for free free 99 uh who doesn't want the big o adam and eve's big o kit includes climax gel and a mini vibrator and now y'all all can be getting off all over the place i know right and then in addition to that they'll also give you free shipping so hurry up take advantage of the offer all you gotta do is go to adam and eve and pick out any item it could be a adult toy it could be a movie it could be lingerie it could be these ergonomic pillows it could be a bunch of condoms it's all kinds of stuff they got there little like mini vibrators and stuff you never know what you're gonna get into okay go in there and get yourself some beads grease yourself up and handle your business all you gotta do after you pick that put it in your uh checkout box put in code tvgwt in the offer box and you can get 50 percent off free shipping and a free big o kit that's all why just put tvgwt at adamandeve.com why, why haven't you done it already seriously play me out silk You don't mind, baby. All right, uh, let's get into the news, guys. Mm-hmm. Remember that two-year-old girl who went to the um, gallery of all of the presidential portraits? Yes. Um, she got to meet Michelle Obama today. Yes, that little girl living my dream. Mm-hmm. Now I'm about to go look at the portrait and, and dress <laughs> like a princess. Come on. Uh, yeah, last Thursday she was photographed totally in all Michelle Obama's new portrait at the National Portrait Gallery. Over the weekend, the photo went viral, and on Tuesday she met Michelle Obama, and they put the picture up on Instagram. Uh, the little girl name is Parker, and uh, that's her and Michelle. Oh, right! It will break your heart. It is so oh, hard. Oh, she looked like she looked like I'm looking at the picture. Can I touch you? Mm-hmm oh and they ended up guessing too now trigger warning okay guys uh they did dance but i know many of you guys will not be able to handle the song they dance to so this is your warning before i play this video (laughs) okay but they had a good time and they was dancing and that's all that matters i think the child's happiness comes first here and we should be most concerned with that uh before you know your petty agendas get all get all into the um into the mix um oh wait now the video is taking too long okay let's see if i can play this for you guys wow it's got two million views it's only four seconds but i hope you guys can handle it okay only four seconds i know how you guys get and i don't want to see a bunch of complaining in the chat room we just trying to celebrate michelle and this little black girl and this black girl magic and i know y'all gonna find a way to put a damper on it um all right i think it's about to play now so they danced to taylor swift shake it off and uh she put on instagram parker i'm so glad i had the chance to meet you today uh keep on dreaming big for yourself and maybe one day i'll proudly look up at a portrait of you parker whose mom is jessica curry is a lifelong I'm sorry guys i didn't mean to do that to you twice <laughs> i know many of y'all can't stand <laughs> that snake 
but yeah uh parker whose mom jessica curry is a lifelong district resident displays some impressive moves dancing with obama to her favorite song taylor shifts taylor swift shake it off that's why she plays the little girl's favorite song yeah that makes sense little girls ain't learned the traitorous ways of the white woman yet okay uh and of course they had a bunch of tweets from everybody just kind of celebrating and stuff and um it, it was fun so see some good news to start the show guys doesn't that feel good i'm trying to tell you little girl live my dream zero percent fucked with oh no i'm not fucked with it all martin screlly is ordered to forfeit his coveted wu-tang album mm. mm-hmm. uh apparently um after all the harassment and all the shit that he's done uh he bought that album for two million dollars and um you know the, the remember the it came with all these like stipulations, stipulations like right. it, if somebody could heist it from him then they that you know then then everyone could hear but it's basically one copy of the album forever it's just his and only his and nobody else in the world gets a copy of the album and all this shit um well uh apparently among other possessions judge keo masumoto ordered that shkreli uh part company of the little wayne's unreleased the carter five which uh apocryphally uh he acquired after wayne accidentally left the cd of the anticipated album inside of bugatti he later sold and all scurly is being forced to forfeit 7.36 million uh so does it go back does does uh, lil wayne get his cd back and and wu-tang get they shit back uh i don't know where it goes i don't know maybe the government got it now probably does uh mary j blige divorce trial got settled so she could uh go to the oscars in peace good mm, i say bad i feel like that only happened because ken do knew that if she would have won that oscar she was gonna had a first ever oscar speech in the history of the oscars that was gonna start with first of all you raggedy motherfucker <laughs> and he was like you know what let's I just settle want, this i don't want them problems i i i don't want the the first uh oscar speech to be a song about me i don't want to be a meme in the me too movement you know? come on uh speaking of divorce usher and his wife call it quits after two years of marriage mm. i mean i mean the nigga had a sex a std scandal in the middle of their marriage i, I right was on the wall on this one i mean come on well they ever really together if you yeah. look at all these women coming forward talking mm. about they got herpes and shit come on well she had to get out of there for she was gonna end up burning come on and uh yeah because uh he had a whole album about his first wife about you know the breakup moving mountains and stuff mm-hmm. after much thought and consideration we have mutually decided to separate as a couple we remain deeply connected loving friends who will continue supporting each other through the next phases of our lives the enormous amount of love and respect that we have for each other will only increase as we move forward no documents have been filed for divorce yet but they have been keeping a low profile since they were last seen together in december Mm -hmm. so makes sense um it's almost nasty not almost either you're nasty or you're not how you almost democrats seek a crackdown on sleeping in the capitol the practice of lawmakers bunking in their offices is unsanitary and an abuse of taxpayer funds according to members of the congressional black caucus 
it would be the black people that would be like y'all white people is nasty as hell y'all be sleeping in these offices instead of taking y'all asses home you better take your ass home and take a shower i know you better rent an apartment not too far from here bernie you ain't got no damn t-shirt underneath your 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 dress shirt you know i don't blame i bet you they come in there and be spend like ass and everything they be like goddamn i just ate breakfast get out of here that's why y'all always up in here fucking and shit fucking all the interns y'all nasty take your nasty ass home right right who draws is these who draws is these Ugh. Mitch McConnell's these your draws? I guarantee you that's what happened. They was like, y'all are nasty. No, you can't spend the night here. I like that it's just the CBC that said it. You know, like it's only the black people that's been walking around for years. Like, it's nasty. When are we gonna get our Me Too movement? Come on! Move these white people up out of here. Go home! You can't for breeze pants? Go home! Come on! What's wrong with you? Did you, you walk here? Right, you can't dry clean funk. Right. Take this shit home and wash it more than two dozen members of the congressional black caucus signed onto a letter obtained by politico to the ethics committee chairwoman susan brooks and ranking member ted deutsch uh asking for a probe into the legality and propriety of such conduct by members of congress right if i just be standing all night long no go home they say it's an abuse of taxpayer funds there's something unsanitary about bringing people to your office who are talking about public policy where you spent the night and that's unhealthy unsanitary and some people would say it's almost nasty said representative benny thompson in mississippi the top democrat at homeland security committee the cbc pushed targets a practice popular among conservatives triggered by former representative dick army and architect of the 1994 republican revolution lawmakers often slept in their offices to showcase their thriftiness and their aversion to the washington swamp may it but it may violate house rules or federal law according to democratic critics members who sleep overnight in their offices receiving free lodging free cable free security free cleaning services and utilize other utilities free of charge in direct violations of the ethics rules which prohibit the official resources from being used for personal purposes right these motherfuckers in there with hot plates and forming grills and shit talking about oh, i'm being i'm being thrifty i'm not part of the washington well you're using all washington resources you're using taxpayer resources ain't nothing more more uh fucked up than that spend some of your own money get you a hotel right or rent somewhere near there i'm pretty sure you can stay in your boy trump's hotel it's in there among the 30 cbc signatories to the previously unreported december 13th letter are cbc chairman cedric richmond assistant democratic leader jim clyburn representative elijah cummins of maryland and top democratic house oversight and government reform committee uh they asked for a response from the ethics committee by january 5th two months have since elapsed and members say they have heard nothing back members are considering issuing a follow-up letter which would be a third in a saga one member says began almost two years ago and if democrats retake the house in november they are almost certainly to raise the issue again right and i guarantee it's like it's, it's unsanitary nasty i'm gonna walk in there and you got clothes everywhere toothbrush toothpaste right and like they said it's on a taxpayer's dime because you know places like that got 24-hour security mm-hmm. it's always covered you know what i'm they saying they got a gym paul ryan in there pumping weights right. lifting weights and then going up there without taking a shower right sleeping on his couch right you be like y'all just trying to be cheap mm-hmm. and it ain't like you ain't got the money uh yeah paul ryan uh kevin mccarthy are among dozens of members who sleep in their offices overnight estimates of how many do it 
estimates of how many do it range from 40 plus to more than 100 i don't believe that oh uh, i know it smells like a damn dorm room up in there come on yeah right we're using washcloths and shit not unless they wash you know me wash your clothes there you know mm-hmm. which I'm, pr- I'm and that's the thing i'm pretty sure places like that got services to do that for free though right you had to pay if you went to a hotel or pay for that shit but you do it on taxpayers money and then turn around and be like that's how not bought by the man i am and while the list skews heavily republican and male some women and democrats do it too the democratic critics argue that the behavior is unethical and beneath the dignity of the office they also say it's unfair to the hundreds of members who choose to live outside the capitol paying washington's high living costs the house office buildings are office buildings the letter continues each member's office within the building should be used to serve the people of the member's district not as personal residents uh the house office buildings are not apartment complexes homes or any other kind of residences um right because y'all don't want to build that because that because people have fit because they complain about you spending their taxpayers money they also say it creates a hostile work environment right particularly if staffers are tasked with cleaning up members sleeping arrangements or interacting with lawmakers in inappropriate sleeping attire however even in the me too era there's no indication that sleeping in the office has led to any untoward behavior or harassment but yet. you don't know right yet why would you leave this loophole there knowing that it's in the me too era wouldn't this when you just count your graces like whoa we've never had anything happen so far let's go ahead and make this not a, make this a rule where you can't stay here no more and a lot of it's because they don't want to spend the gas they don't right. want to you know deal with the traffic or whatever else may be they don't want to ride the subway or however else they do and the thing is they can afford it if they wanted to they're just trying to be cheap mm-hmm. probably saving hundreds of thousands of dollars but guess who's picking that cost up to taxpayers mm-hmm yep so you have to pay for you have to pay taxes on reserved parking spaces on the capitol campus but you can actually live in your office for free he said if it's okay then aren't there tax implications if you park your car in a reserved spot you pay taxes on that you park your body in a reserved spot overnight on a daily basis and there's no tax implication that doesn't seem to make too much sense right if they start charging people bet you them motherfuckers go home i guarantee you it's just a bunch of black people got tired of these motherfuckers smelling like cheese come on and ass cheeks mm. don't nobody want to spell that it's like oh man you can't just put perfume on that man you gotta take a shower right what's wrong with you wash your hair it's oily and meanwhile them saying republicans be like public public housing is making people too comfortable okay pull yourself up by your bootstraps mm-hmm. and the black folks was like no 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 what we ain't gonna do is this and imagine that you're not and people feel like they're eating so imagine and everybody ain't clean so imagine you walk in there you got two and three day old pizza boxes you know what i'm saying this shit like that when you walk in there on a monday morning because they don't slept there all over the weekend or you make interns clean that shit up now i'm an intern you know i'm trying to get into the congress game i'm trying to learn about laws and shit and i'm in here cleaning up pizza boxes part of the game is this right you know not to mention like i said just in general these republicans are the same motherfuckers that be like the poor people staying on the government's teat rent free that's the problem they won't get a good job because da 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 meanwhile they on the government's tent rent free like they the government's tent actually they got a tent in their office on the government's dime just chilling oh my god that's sad but i hope the cbc gets this way me too go home steve wilkos asked court for leniency after being charged with dui following a scary car crash 
Steve Wilco's for real, dog. Who's this? He used to be the head of security on Jerry Springer show. Then he got his uh, own talk show. Okay, I remember. Where that all dude. he does is is intimidate people and get all in their face and try to scare them straight. I don't even know if that show's still on. It was terrible. Uh, it was really bad. They basically just took all the violence from Jerry Springer and none of the talking. It was terrible. They just bring on people that it's okay to be mean to. It's like I'm a racist and I hate niggers and Jews and chinks and and wetbacks. I hate them all. Right. And then Steve Wilkos would be like, "Stop being racist and get right in your motherfucking face and like punch you in your chest and be like, you got a problem? You say it to me.' And then the person would be like, "I'm not racist no more." And everybody would clap because they're like, "Oh, he scared him out of being racist." Or it don't, you know, and it don't work like that. I ain't taking care of my kid. I know what the DNA say but fuck that shit you ain't gonna tell me what to do bitch <laughs> bitch fuck you bitch fuck that baby too bitch and then he'll <laughs> and then steve wilkos will come out there and be like you wanna take care of your fucking kid oh god help me i will fucking ball you up into a knot and take you and dip you in some 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 butter and eat you like a pretzel motherfucker <laughs> and he's like all right i'm gonna take care of my kids you know i'm gonna be a man i'm gonna take care of mine i'm gonna take care of mine that's what i fucking thought motherfucker we'll be back at this commercial every fucking time that shit was horrible it was terrible it was, i mean it's like how do you make an hour out of that you don't it was <laughs> you know, bad he was he was the worst man uh meanwhile steve wilkos apparently out here being a goddamn thug yourself oh made his for his first court arrest uh appearance i'm sorry first court appearance after being arrested on charges of operating under the influence in connection with a car crash oh shit the former jerry springer show security guard now that's shade y'all not gonna mention his own show Mm-mm, that show don't count he appeared before judge richard comerford in stanford courthouse in connecticut six weeks after his one vehicle accident january 21st oh just him i'm a little bit surprised y'all didn't go get judge judy or judge joe brown how you gonna <laughs> he gonna make him look a real judge that's some bullshit this whole trial should have took place on tv right boom 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 <laughs> right boom 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 <laughs> you know i think it was judge joe brown that couldn't wait to tell people how uh you know he used to uh be on the streets and be a gangbanger himself you're like now nah, you know what's you know what's wrong with you You're on that crack that's what it is <laughs> ain't that right bailiff you on that crack yes sir judge yeah judge mathis too <laughs> yeah judge that judge mathis was the one yeah judge mathis love telling somebody they on some crack like everything can't be cracked man they arguing over <laughs> they arguing over who gets to keep the dog after the roommate moves out and you talking about it's some crack <laughs> that's your problem just drugs i know you know i used to be on the streets i used to sell drugs <laughs> i know you sell drugs drugs man we know i was know a thug. the defendant in a one car accident mm-hmm dun, 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 dun. i know suing the tree did he hit <laughs> boom 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 <laughs> uh wilkos was accompanied by his wife rochelle and his attorney eugene riccio riccio and a rep for wilkos did not immediately respond to people's request for comment mm. in a brief statement to judge comerford wilkos asked to participate in the court's alcohol education program uh if granted he will be evaluated by department of mental health and addiction services and required to complete a 10 to 15 week educational treatment program at the completion of drunk driving charges against him should be dismissed in january's authorities confirmed that his uh medical records indicated that his blood alcohol content was 0.29 over the legal limit wait 
6.29 over the legal limit over dog no nah, i must have read that wrong that's Hold high on. it was 0.29 oh it was 0.29 and over the legal limit okay okay i mean that's still a fucking lot because 0.08 know, this- <laughs> 0.08 is the legal limit so he was like fucking three and a half times more drunk than he's supposed to be driving i'm about to say that i mean this is is this a blood alcohol mm-hmm so yeah he's a former united states marine corps veteran and a former law enforcement officer with the chicago pd you could tell too because he'd be mad at them black people on this show gonna take care of this baby tyrone You're like all right damn bro calm down <laughs> That's, i always felt like he was gonna slip up and call somebody a nigger one time by accident <laughs> you take care of your baby you goddamn jungle bunny go, cut the, go to commercial go to commercial we'll come <laughs> right back Steve they gotta close. beef him out um let's see what else happened uh i don't care about this news oh a texas at the church you know there was a shooting at a texas church right Mm -hmm. a pair of people got arrested there because these motherfuckers went to that church where two more than two dozen worshipers were gunned down and they claimed that the attack was staged what you heard me you oh you heard what i said they went they went to a place where those people loved ones two dozen of them right have died actually died yes and said it was all fake this is not real you guys what white nonsense is this you guys made this up Mm -hmm. they said the shooting was fabricated by the u.s government the pastor whose 14 year old daughter died in the november 5th shooting says they claimed his daughter never existed and demanded to see her birth certificate because that's reasonable what white nonsense is this wilson county sheriff's office on tuesday declined to comment uh to confirm the encounter or identify the people involved um authorities say the church attacker 26 year old Devin patrick kelly died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound after being shot and chased by two residents when he was leaving the church uh officials say the shooter called his father before killing himself and told him he'd been shot and didn't think he was gonna make it so then some asshole on the internet decided let's go out there in real life and tell these people that their loved ones were all made up and this is fake and you guys are crisis actors i can't i still don't understand the crisis act of people i don't get it yeah they act like everything is fake everything ain't fake dog right uh the nashville mayor who had an affair on the government dollar uh has officially resigned Mm. took a while didn't it took her she took a sweet time knowing that she was caught i think she the one that was fucking that brother the white woman that was fucking the black dude down with yes we covered that story she was he was chopping her memorial uh cakes and smithereens <laughs> swirl alert nashville mayor megan barry's legacy began before she even stepped foot in the office barry resigned on tuesday after entering a conditional guilty plea on the felony theft of property charges barry officiated the city's first same-sex marriage in 2015 submitted her identity as a progressive on three months later she won the election and became the city's first female uh, mayor 
uh this is gonna go down in the history books barry told supporters during her victory speech on election night barry assumed her role during the time of unprecedented growth in music city her agenda reflected a push for even more development some of her biggest victories include helping nashville clinch a professional soccer team and developing a program known as opportunity now which creates jobs for teens to curb youth violence she also grappled with unexpected tragedy last summer her only son max died of an overdose in colorado hmm. Barry spoke candidly to us of a son's struggles with addiction, even raising awareness about drug, the drug epidemic nationwide. Uh, this is not an urban problem. It's a suburban problem, a rural problem, Barry said in the interview. It's a community problem, and we need federal government to help us. Um, even in the face of heartbreak, she vowed to stick to her agenda and perhaps her biggest goal, the plan for mass transit uh yet every issue she's champion came to a screeching halt january 31st she announced her affair with a former bodyguard sergeant rob forrest she promised though to stay on track yeah they always try to do that like that possessions nine tenths of the law thing like i already got the office uh i cheated but come on y'all you can't be kicking me out (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna get all the things i promise you i will continue to get that stuff done don't you worry about it buddy oh uh, we're gonna get mass transit and uh oops oh wait she wasn't teaming with the black dude she was fucking a white dude okay ah, okay uh not that handsome of a white dude either <laughs> uh we have been focused on housing <laughs> oh, transit be fine right you know transit and education will continue to do that sharing a small victory da, 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 but it remains unclear how resignation could impact the public opinion uh i think this said i just like that there's another mayor barry that is a disgrace now so we can just when people say mayor barry we can stop saying marion okay he did some good things <laughs> he actually he did, did he didn't just smoke crack right as people like to say he got set up with that it was some bullshit to it and and now that's all y'all know about him but now when people say mayor barry i can be like hold up now the white disgrace from <laughs> music city Cause that's the only berry that i admit is a disgrace around here these parts okay <laughs> we're not gonna talk about mary uh yeah so she is uh resigning nice article they wrote for her though on the way out they're like she was had a great legacy oh wait by the way she had to quit because she kept fucking this dude by the way the dude she was fucking mm-hmm. spent like eighty three thousand dollars of uh federal uh, or state tax money being her quote-unquote bodyguard just traveling around fucking this woman i mean that's a lot of money wow mm-hmm. business before pleasure i guess um all right let's get into some other stuff let's see what else we got here uh maybe we can do some fucking with black people guys get to my music we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles to make us feel fucked with and we'll sign points scores from zero to 100 and intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody yay um <clears throat> sports 
a tennessee school removes a confederate flag and lynching murals uh-huh mm-hmm yep mm-hmm but rod what century is this news from march 5th 2018 that's right guys today that's right guys it is not old news mm-hmm mm-hmm it's still news 2018 and they said you know what we might have done this wrong we should take this down mm. the lynching tree and mm. the confederate flag it might I mean, that's a sense of right from wrong. They know it's wrong to steal and burn down a CVS and an old person's home. I mean, come on. Come on. So calling them thugs, just call them niggers. Just call them niggers. Just call them niggers. If you're going to put that up, just call them niggers. Um, painting of a Confederate flag and a mural depicting a lynching has been removed from the walls of Tennessee school, a Tennessee school gymnasium. The mural... showed a white man dressed in blue hanging from a rope tied to a tree branch another person was standing nearby in a red jersey holding a confederate flag the painting was intended to depict an athletic team rivalry is the name of the other team the uh the yankees the what are they, carpetbaggers? Like, what is the fucking name of the other team? <laughs> the fuck could the other name, could the other team? Hangman, I mean, what is their names? Yeah, and the rebel flag hanging a person and just, I guess no black kids ever saw this. It's unclear how long the pains have been inside the South Cumberland Elementary School. Years, years, right. years, years. Probably since the foundation of this school. Don't act a fucking surprise. Complaint was first made in December by a concerned janitor. Their body was brown. Right on a friday on, that's like that's why we don't hire black people on friday after months of calls and emails the superintendent and school board david clark took his concerns public germany does not display nazi symbols this is not heritage it is racism he wrote on facebook no action has been planned or taken as of today so i'm asking people to call and let them know in a respectful manner how you feel about the racist symbols being on full display where children can see them Less than 24 hours, the post had at least 500 comments and more than 200 shares. Later that same day, the Confederate flag was gone and the mural was repainted to scrap the lynching. When he complained the first time, they didn't do shit. He had to go and embarrass their ass on Facebook for them to even approach doing something right and to take his concerns seriously. And you know what? And maybe it's just me that's something that irritates me do right by people why somebody got to show their ass for you to act like you suppose that should act in the first place and i guarantee they resent him not not the, the whoever put it up there in the first place they resent that janitor for just for even bringing the shit come up. on so calling them thugs call, just call them niggers just call them niggers yep basically yeah because see because the <clears> thing is when i because i'm very patient which i'm pretty sure he had to be too because he was like hey i'm trying to give y'all a chance like he it's almost like they forced his hand and that's what that's what even in his comment what'd he say 
nicely and respond respectfully don't like don't call it cuss them out don't harass them but just can y'all respectfully get them a call let them know and like we watched this thing last night called divided states it was on a and e yeah that was a lot to soak in yeah uh it covered two cases one was about uh black kids uh a family an interracial family with black children well biracial children i don't want to piss anybody off but um they were treated as black at that school come on because those white kids were, were harassing them racially and doing a lot of racial discrimination and you know it's very emboldened in the trump era you know and this is in 2016 and one of the kids one of the, the sons that lived there got tired of that shit and he finally whooped somebody's ass ended up getting suspended for school for a year Good God. yeah him and the other kid and then the other kid that family actually moved away from town to go to a different school he's still suspended for a year he has to go back and you know do all this shit meanwhile you know they were doing racist shit to them they put confederate flags on their shoulders in the hall uh making fun of them look at these black kids wearing this you know called the n-word harassed on social media and the thing that, that struck me so odd, odd that made it so hard to watch that episode in particular both were kind of hard watches but yes. that one in particular how conciliatory the family had to be like they had an open house at their house for the community to get to know them because essentially they didn't want to cause any waves and they're like the only really black family in this little area and they didn't want to cause any waves but at the same time you're talking about your kids the waves already got caused and so they're like we have to open up our house to our neighbors so they can see that we're not monsters over here and that we're suing the school but we don't want no problems you know and the town was embarrassed they were so embarrassed they had to stop filming the documentary in the school take the cameras outside because the town could not handle the scrutiny because white people of course put themselves in the center and said you're just trying to make us all seem like a bunch of bigots that's all you just trying to make it seem like a bunch of bigots and um they threw such a hissy fit at the idea that this this kid had been victimized by racism but yet somehow the white people were the real victims and so these black this black woman and her family had to open up their house to be like hey come on in our house and see that we're not evil and that we're not plotting on y'all to come eat some food with us and let's talk and they had to do that (laughs) you know what i mean and like i'm i'm like if if your kids ain't complicit your kids are at least turning the other way turning the turning away from my kids suffering and i gotta fucking bring you in my house but they learned that from somewhere you know what i mean i but i have to make the effort to you if my if i lived in a town where kids were being treated racist and my kid went to that school it seemed like the the owner should be on me to reach out to those kids and their parents and be like hey hey hey, we not cool with that and we stand my kid and me we standing with y'all so anything happening y'all we got y'all fuck that shit nope by the way the fight the kid got into wasn't even about um the black shit it was like somebody else got picked on for either being jewish or muslim and he fought the dude that was picking on the guy so even in this this black kid took all the shit that happened to him because his white father was like look don't fight back don't do this and he just like fuck that shit i can't i'm in this fight dad whether you want me to be or not i was born into this fight these motherfuckers don't care you know so it was just interesting um 
but that's what this reminds me of this this idea of this this is tacit racism you know like it's it's up there and then they go well we don't want it'd be more problem to remove it than anything else and then once they get embarrassed then all of a sudden they grow a conscience the same way that town oh now that these cameras are here hold up now i'm not racist my granddaughter is dating a black man and i'm not i, I mean she she's gonna be uh dealing with this too like now you got something to say but you before you was just letting this dude suffer right not um not to mention in that documentary what was even uh wilder um in that episode was that um that town the not racist town held a fucking rally because kaepernick and them took a knee they held a rally everybody drove into town stood outside this bar and they sang the national anthem and everybody stood for it yes they did imagine leaving your motherfucking house because a nigga took a knee on the football field so you leave your house to go somewhere on a sunday afternoon probably and just stand for three minutes to make a point like i am not with the shit i can't imagine you know what black black people would never be in our houses if we left every time some shit irritated us to go stand somewhere you know what i mean we must well stay outside right every oscars we'll just be standing somewhere like well i'm gonna present the award to get out because it deserved it okay now let's go back to our houses see y'all in three minutes because we're gonna have to be mad about something else come on anyway man um, enough to take a piss break we'll, we'll be back after the water break right but that town ain't racist though okay anyway um uh the oh. yes and the second one was about the seattle i wasn't even yeah i wasn't even okay. trying to give a recap or anything i'm just oh, okay, it right. was relevant to this article that's no why problem. i brought it up uh but yeah the guy the uh clark said i guarantee you the black children noticed it and the white children don't need to see this either low-key that's the fucking point right that's the actual point everybody like the great delusion of the innocuousness of racism is the problem like that the fact that i had a you know i had a friend uh that i played ball with and i had to have like a talk with him over the confederate flag because he was younger than me but he grew up in south carolina he really was like but that's not what it stands for it's heritage it's this and i had to be like dog do you think i'm crazy i'm one of the smartest people you know do you think i'm just making this shit up no does it look like i'm joking with you am i being sarcastic right now that is a hate sign your that heritage you're talking about is about slavery no it's not that it's about pride and okay pride of a war fought for slaves that that white people lost if you want me to look at you as somebody that is not affiliated with hating black people you cannot be down with this shit and like we went back and forth for a little bit and i and i of course mocked him because that's what i do every time i seen him after that you know i'm like oh here come ku klux klan you know shit but he eventually looked it up and he hit me up on twitter one day and was like man i apologize i really didn't know i went and googled and looked he's like and there is no no way that it's not for hate right because if people would know the history uh behind it after uh the war was lost uh the daughters of the confederacy literally went around the country and rebranded um the war like they would actually take the children and the shit that people chant 
they would do like a chant in response with the children you know they would have all the children there and they would say what is this war about and the children basically would repeat the war is about heritage not hate you know they repeat the war is the war wasn't about slavery like they would repeat this shit and that generation grew up believing it and then the next generation grew up believing it and it's something that has been passed down to literally erase facts yeah because their men had grown up with this right you know what i mean their men their men had been brought low before them and what is a southern woman without a man that strong man there like though they had been defeated they had lost they had been emasculated in front of them there was no way to to hide it um so i think it's kind of interest interesting to see um you know to see how how this shit gets indoctrinated because these are elementary level kids that see this you know some of these kids are in elementary those white kids are gonna grow up going i don't what was wrong with that what was wrong is a confederate flag not a symbol for hate it just means we don't like that team across the street and that's how it happens and next thing you know that fucking 40 and on the internet mad as fuck at black people for saying that that sign is a symbol of hate well i mean i grew up with it i don't give a fuck don't care you know who else grew up with it i grew up with it and it always meant you hated me every single time uh he said removing it didn't seem like a priority but white supremacy in this country is becoming too organized and too emboldened to ignore something like this in our school uh he said i'm glad they got to to painting but i'm not sure why they ever wanted lynching as part of their school spirit right by saturday the comments below was posted turned vitriolic and were overwhelmingly in favor of the mural in its original form right because then people got mad some facebook users mocked the proponents of the remover as unpatriotic and disrespectful to southern heritage because they grew up with that sign too and they were those elementary kids that saw that the first time that's why right it's like i said that shit probably been this is the exception of that motherfucking school there's been generations and generations and generations of children that have seen this yep it's part of our heritage how we were brought up so i just don't have a problem with flying the rebel flag kid hanging that would bother me but sometimes i think we just make it bigger than it needs to be okay zero to a hundred um zero for the uh person that uh, reported it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. uh but 100 for everybody else yeah <sighs> man yeah but it's a shame that he had to he basically had to embarrass them for them to do something and they weren't gonna do shit i'm new 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 and what people fail to realize this is one reason why uh they're pushing for net neutrality because see when shit like this happens you can actually go to the internet when you're mistreated and 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 um things happen to you you can go to the internet and people will rally around and hold people accountable and responsible and uh uh be like hey what the fuck are you doing uh and without net when with net neutrality gone all of a sudden you don't have that power anymore and they can ignore you like they used to do and not sh- and, and and shit not happen they can all go right. okay because they ain't got to deal with them with the mobs on the internet right it's <sighs> ridiculous um ti ended his boycott over uh of houston's for racial discrimination at the meeting with execs T.I. has left his boycott of the Atlanta restaurant Houston's as he now believes racial discrimination issues have been resolved. Yeah. 
okay so it's houston uh rest a restaurant right houston's is a restaurant in atlanta ah okay okay he been uh meeting with them since october uh that's when he first spoke about the boycott he claims his claims were in a reference to an incident where someone claimed that visited houston's in atlanta with a large party of african-americans and they were and they were refused service as they watched a large party of caucasians seated comfortably boy we know i don't know that feeling execs of the restaurant have now assured ti that there will be no racial discrimination at their establishment ti also noted that their dress code could be discriminatory against african-americans which the restaurant responded by saying the dress code will be less strict houston's also mentioned that they will be bringing more minorities into the restaurant business you know what good right i mean uh yeah good some came out of that that's what's up um right and the thing is when ti shows up and guarantee you he got a hefty bill you know what i'm saying like he coming in there spending some money and they was like hey 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 hey, we 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 can't lose probably the thousands of possibly hundreds of thousands of dollars that him and his friends and and the other uh big wigs whenever they come to town come through here and if the word get out that we're not a good establishment they won't come back right so you know what good for fucking everybody fuck that shit like right because everybody benefits from this policy and i and they better you know i i like that he was meeting with them and i really do hope they follow through on that and i appreciate him for following through right and having meetings because you know a lot of celebrities in the moment it's easy to say some shit like we boycotting this so i'm doing that but a lot of like i said a boycott is not a boycott if you don't have any conditions correct it's not then you just a motherfucker that don't do something and that's fine that 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 righteous anger is just as valid and nobody's knocking you for that i know mm-hmm. a lot of people they like to add that to their resume of other shit black people doing wrong but i'm not i'm saying no. it's totally fine to be like i don't watch the nfl because fuck it you don't actually have to be like i'm boycotting the nfl well what's gonna make you come back what are they supposed to do really there's nothing they can do right okay Mm-mm. fuck it it's cool you just you're not boycotting it's just a different word uh but a boycott does require shit like man look i'm y'all need to change this this and this if y'all want our business again um reading that um reading um uh what's the name of the book um why am i drawing a blank let me matter of fact let me look it up real quick um but i'm reading this book and it's about black women activists and shit and um one of one of the things it talked about was how um um it how when there were boycotts um the activists had to make sure that after the boycott was over people went back to the business or else there was no fucking point in the boycott correct there's only power in the dollar if you can control the dollar if i don't control the dollar it's not really power in my dollar you know people said the piece the papa john's boycott worked it really hasn't worked yet you know it doesn't mean uh yes beyond respectability by britney c cooper that's what i'm reading um and yeah so one of the activists was like hey um after we boycott woolworths make sure you take your black ass up there after the boycott is over and buy some shit or else or else we didn't really do shit because then they'll just be like oh fuck these niggas they stopped shopping here and that's the end of it <laughs> like no we gotta make them act right by showing we can control that dollar and i think that was a huge part of it that gets uh glossed over but shout out to ti you know for following through um and hopefully keeping tabs on um 
hopefully keeping tabs on them to make sure that they do bring black people into the restaurant business because that also could be dope correct you know because now you're providing vehicles for people to channel money into the community and make money mm-hmm. um which is uh like i said that that should be the goal um all right let's see what else we got here uh zero to 100 on that by the way oh zero yeah i got zero for that i mean obviously 100 for the initial infraction that mm-hmm. shit was definitely mm-hmm. racist um yeah a black woman found a monkey on her desk with a noose on it and a racist note after a gun control debate now what does gun control have to do with with that hmm? what, does, what does gun control have to do with that i don't understand how we end up talking about gun control and you go uh let's remind her that she's a nigger terry salar uh was reportedly involved in a debate about gun control with her colleagues at her workplace in tampa florida oh florida which is one reason why i don't talk to my co-workers about shit when she returned to her desk the next day she found a stuffed monkey on the noose with an egregious racist racist note attached she shared photos of the stuffed monkey on a post on facebook also you would think white people would just stop doing this shit in the age of the internet just because black people now have a place to go and it's just a click on your phone and and now everybody is gone everybody fired you you know it's not like you you literally are seconds away from being on the summer jam screen (laughs) yes you are it's time to get to work (laughs) they got the alert girl where you work at oh Coles. oh and they let the note at what time okay i'm gonna need to send this address we're gonna fingerprint it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. text for dna mm-hmm. that hair ain't look racist i think i see a hair on that monkey go ahead put it in a plastic bag come on let's get this tested they got that eagle scout knot if they got any prize we're gonna find out yes we are fucking idiots idiots is it I, like i obviously racism is infuriating but just the stupidity of the racism you're like this is the dun- this is the open and shut case i told you racism is irrational and illogical and don't give a fuck and like i said this is one reason why i keep my black ass mouth shut and don't talk to nobody at my job by the way the note take to the stuffed monkey read you are getting deported back to africa nigger and that will make america great again it was signed whites for trump another note attached to a com- uh, computer screen read nigger bitch her post has been shared nearly 50,000 times in an interview with wtsp salar said the incident made her feel threatened i felt threatened i didn't feel safe that is a blatant boldness and a hate crime it's a monkey with a noose around his neck what message do you think i'm going to take from that she immediately reported the incident to her boss and filed a report with the county sheriff's office who are investigating the incident although she didn't reveal the name of her company she told wtsp that the company has been supportive and actively working to find the person responsibly well they better find them because if not i know who the fuck will find that motherfucker come on had a whole home address out there on the street what zip code you know what i want to believe that we moved so far but then when this happened i'm like did we move are we standing still i don't know i just don't feel progression after something like this peep the note whites for trump 
make america great again they definitely know what to say but if i were to say that the president is racist and his supporters are racist they would tell me well not all right you don't know that yes for all yes you are why is his name synonymous with racial threats in america why are racist people using his name to try to put fear into black people and latino people and muslims and women and what why is his name synonymous with bigotry but he not a but i'm not supposed to think he's a bigot i'm just supposed to be too polite to say the obvious (laughs) fuck out of my face man uh all right let's see what else we got here uh to talk about um you know what let's lighten it up guys okay we've talked about some pretty intense stuff now that was 100 for me i can't mm-hmm. speak for karen okay it was 100 for karen as yes, well yes the one zero zero all right um so yeah that was that was 100 um and now it's time for us to to do something lighter uh because i give it 100 as well um let's do some white people news guys all right um as soon as i can get control of my screen i'll put it on screen uh there we go a little lighten it up talk about what white people are up to there we go why is it so hard to accept the party oh, there it is, is yeah, it just was underway no problem you came with your new friends and her mm-hmm. and her new friends and she's perfect and I hate it, it. I'm so glad you made it. I'm so glad you could come out. Somebody get the tacos. Somebody spark the blunt. Let's start the night. Knock us off for episode one. Bring the chin and the juice. Sing, sing, got that two. Shut up. No, you're my favorite. Am I bold enough for ya? Outside, baby. Yeah. For you. Bold enough for ya? Inside, me. Me. Me, me, warm enough for you. Outside, baby, tell me if it's warm enough here for you. Inside, warm enough. I get so lonely. I forget what I worth. We get so lonely. We forget that it's worth. I'm so ashamed of myself. I need Sorry, I'm not more lady like. Sorry, I don't my legs at night. I'm sorry, I'm not even. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Come on, for you. So we'll be fine. Love enough for you. Outside, baby. Yeah. Here for you. Love enough for you. Inside me. 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 Love enough for you. Warm enough here for you. Inside, warm enough. Take it away, Becky. Sorry, I just need to see you. Oh no! Sorry, I'm so plain. I don't mean to be. Do you really love me down like you say you do? Give it to me like you say you do. Cause it's hard enough. You gotta treat me like this. Lonely enough to 
She's spicing that pumpkin right now. <laughs> Sprinkling it hard. Yeah. Oh, get sassy with it. <laughs> Not sassy. Warm enough. Woo. Warm enough outside inside. Sing it like you want to speak to a manager, girl. I'm good. Yeah, you, you can keep all that. Thank you, Amelia. Give her a thumbs up on YouTube for that one. That's a classic. Mm-mm-mm-mm. What? You don't see? That's because you don't got the soul that you can hear that that white woman rhythm with, Karen. I guess not. Mm. See, did Trump do anything? Oh, this nigga talking about some tariffs. He want to put start a trade war. Want to put tariffs on steel and aluminum? Ah, that's y'all's man. Come on. And uh because this shit was so stupid, his motherfucking economic advisor resigned today. Hmm. Like right before the show started, he was just like, "I can't to fuck this shit." <laughs> Neil deGrasse Never getting to go on stage. He was like, "You know what? I'm out. I'm what? Nope. 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 Like I can't be a part of where you about to go because this shit's stupid. It's about to fuck up the whole economy." Come on. Neil deGrasse Tyson hands. I'm out. I told you not to do this shit so that is what is going on with trump i don't know if anything else happened with him uh all right it ain't friday yet friday is friday i realize friday is dump day because everybody leaves washington up for over the weekend so it's like a fucking bonfire and uh the the, the pole skeleton night the skeleton weekend crew got to catch up on shit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's purposefully like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to white people news. New blow for Megan Kelly. Oh shit! As it is announced, her Sunday news show will return only periodically. I guess she gonna have to go to the library and put her show in the periodical section because it's no <laughs> longer <laughs> expected to be on weekly. Okay, um, man. They, they still spending more money on her than Kirk Cousins contract. I don't know why. Come on. You might as well get your money's worth. $23 million. See, they played this wrong. Yeah, they did. I don't care if she bad at her job. I'll pay you $23 million. You gonna your be ass going to be doing everything. What? You going to be on everywhere, every show. You going to be guest hosting. You going to be doing. I'm going to get I will all take, my money. I will take the hate views. You know what I mean? You gonna be doing the that Super Bowl. You gonna be doing uh, the basketball know, games, morning news. She gonna be like, I don't know nothing about hockey. Bitch, get out there. Bitch, I- get the hockey in. Okay, right. explain some shit. Twenty three million. We gonna get our money's worth just by. It's gonna be minimum wage with the amount of hours we gonna have your ass working. Come on. Home. By the time we get done, you ain't. We ain't wasting my twenty three million. Twenty three million dollars is down the drain. They might as well just pour it down into the gutter because she is terrible at everything. Yes uh yep so she got downgraded from weekly to periodically which means we don't know when the hell you coming out uh, whenever aunt flows in town come on periodically means 
uh let's see what else happens um elizabeth chambers who is army hammer's wife sues the imposter who sought uh to uh go to to make an oscars badge to go to an oscars badge as her but it wasn't her it was an imposter oh shit impersonating white women Mm -mm -mm. that's some joanne scammer shit (laughs) yes joanne the scammer (laughs) actress elizabeth chamber is suing a woman who tried to impersonate her in an effort to gain access to vanity fair's oscar party chambers whose husband army hammer stars in best picture nominee call me by your name said diana rock ellis wrote multiple emails to the magazine staff pretending to be her according to the complaint filed thursday in la county superior court hammer and chambers were both on the guest list for the exclusive bash ellis allegedly created an email address using chambers name and likeness in an effort to add her name to as the get their guest in the initial damn they going to court over this i guess my name is my name i guess in the initial email defendants fraudulently posing as miss chambers asked if miss chambers and her husband could bring an extra guest to the event writers attorney paul chan in the complaint uh said uh which is posted below uh after someone from vanity fair wrote back asking for the guest name she sent a second message naming diana ellis well nigga you knew you was gonna get caught that's open and shut (laughs) you had to give your name to get in at some point so you that really is a dumb crime hey it's me will and jada smith uh we gonna bring my homie to the party and we just want to make sure that's cool sure mr smith uh just let us know who you want to bring um larry jones okay cool all right we'll just double check with you nope no need to double check that's it this cool ellis then obtained the couple's home address in order in order to further the scheme according to the complaint and explained to the magazine that their invitation should still be mailed to their home but ellis should be sent to another address chambers is suing for misappropriation of name and likeness mm. just so you can get in the party just so you get into the party Mm-mm-mm. uh let's see what else happened it's like jurassic park here oh shit a herd of snarling feral bulls and a pack of wild pit bulls are terrorizing visitors to a californian beauty spot oh shit now yeah white people can't even walk these the streets these days without some rabbit bulls and fucking pit bulls out here in the streets getting theirs <laughs> a herd of feral bulls are terrorizing hikers in california the situation is compounded by a pack of wild pit bulls looking to feast on the cattle oh shit the enormous cattle have become cattle have become hazards for hikers exploring the sand to snow national monument near palm springs one volunteer don line 63 who was a tour guide in the monument was almost gored by a bull last month oh that's a spry ass 63 year old come on i feel like if a bull want to go you at 63 that's just how you went out bro come on he fay line said the bull charging him with his horns and he grabbed a fence post he was carrying and swung it like a baseball bat hitting the bull in the side of the head what <laughs> kind of indiana old, jones shit was that that old man strength ain't no joke it's jurassic park just a two-hour drive east of downtown los angeles apparently so according to jack thompson desert desert regional director of the adjacent white water preserve terry anderson a board member of the society for the conservation of bighorn sheep says he believes the bulls which are roughly the size of a small car are not worthy of conservation conservation in the wildlands near palm springs the size of a car yep they are part of a herd of at least 150 that's ripping up this monument and scaring the heck out of folks who cross past them so now they're gonna kill the bulls they have also charged the visitors who venture too close 
well then right. don't venture too close oh, come on them bulls just bulling around you came over there fucking with them nigga that's the bull land you visiting what have some respect you did this definitely white folks oh bulls i'm good bulls you can have every motherfucking thing over here i'm good people are coming face to face with snarling raging bulls they also can transmit disease to native born big she- bighorn sheep so they need to be removed and i'm all for lethal removal they don't belong here oh he want to shoot them bulls meanwhile a pack of pit bulls running wild also terrorizing the area and the tourists signs are posted at trailheads and warn hikers of wild dogs which have been attacking and feasting on the cattle which can weigh up to two thousand pounds the picturesque nature sanctuary includes mountains and is watered year round by a river the overlapping biological zones that go from sandy desert boulder fields to grasslands and forests has tourists coming in droves since the mojave preserve and sand to snow national monument see federal designation in 2016 we'll see how long that federal designation lasts they got 148,000 visitors last year a lot of people there ain't nothing but pit bull food Mm, i wonder how many of these visitors is brown yeah the cat the fuck it's not the cattle fault they don't know y'all reserve that shit it's not <laughs> hey like, nobody it ain't like they got the email right they can get the flyer hey this reserve now word oh what the hell my bad right. dog my bad let's go ahead and get off of this then ferdinand we you know we can't mm-hmm. be on these people land these good people land they're like we here bitch what you gonna do you get a tip and you get a tip oprah revealed she left cash all over her hotel room for the maid to find after she had checked out said it is her greatest joy to make people feel good oh so presidential i know that's exactly what i was thinking too karen like that's so sweet this is why she got my vote already uh when you're one of the richest women in america you can afford to leave some pretty generous tips and when you're self-made like oprah winfrey you get a kick out of it too the 63-year-old mogul who according to forbes is worth 2.7 billion revealed to people this week how she makes sure maids are taken care of when she stays in hotels over explained that people don't often tip the maids at hotels so she does so in a rather extravagant way this made me so happy recently people never leave money for the house in the hotel she began before noting that she is not one of those non-tippers i usually just leave money on the pillow but this time i put it all over the room under the desk on the counter with the m&ms and the shower on the counter with the m&ms come on oprah over over staying in nice hotels you get m&ms on the counter as i was leaving i was like somebody's gonna be happy today yes of course oprah has a history of finding generous ways to surprise people in fact it's even made her more money (laughs) of course right her favorite things episodes complete with audience meltdowns as the news a free blanket or a free car was some of her most popular and oprah said it's one of her greatest joys too right and because the thing is the people there get it for free but then other people actually go purchase it so it's actually go win-win for everybody Mm -hmm. sometimes honest to goodness i'm just sitting around thinking what could i do to make somebody feel really good today come on to be able to do that for somebody that's one of the great joys of my life the tv host got a chance to bask in her own joy on tuesday in new york city when she was honored at the museum of modern arts 2018 david rockefeller award luncheon in new york city looking stylish in a white dress with black detailing and a black ribbon well, now i gotta see the dress hold up right uh oh there she is i see you mm-hmm that's Tell what me. i'm talking about she uh she out here doing it still mm-hmm never see stedman in these pictures he know 
to play the back what he had on he'll never be all up in the videos nope not gonna ruin this gravy train no he not i wouldn't either he don't you know he don't really be with her like that she had to, he had to ask him to come can i come no stabman damn you know i'll be fucking all my bodyguards and shit uh <laughs> um <laughs> she finished off her look with a pair of thick rim frame black black glasses a statement white and silver earrings and a few black bangles on her wrist her hair was pulled back from her face in a chic ponytail with her makeup look while her makeup look was glamorous but understated prior to the luncheon oprah was pictured strolling around soho with a team of people around her keeping warm in a black overcoat oprah whose new film a wrinkle in time comes out this weekend didn't share which hotel she was staying at or when she left behind the special tip um so good for her mm-hmm. jay-z said he also leaves generous tips or something he went out with some rock nation executives and his friend juan og perez to a series of bars ending the night at club a club called playroom where the group of six racked up a ninety one thousand dollar bill for a 40 do- for 40 bottles of champagne we're having a good time and t- and jay-z said he left an eleven thousand dollar tip according to him that is a grip that made somebody's entire fucking night what um anyway uh let's see if we can do some guest race before we get out of here okay guys um uh, oh somebody asking why Oprah and white people because white people love oprah yeah what do you mean why oprah and white people news you think she got 2.7 billion just from niggas ah nip. white people love oprah that's why they love her that's why people scared if she runs she gonna win because white people do love her y'all don't know it's a loose cannon fuck around be ruling it'd be the evil empire if she decides she can do whatever she want come on fuck around y'all don't nobody know white women like oprah no anyway uh i probably could have told you hillary was gonna lose come on she's like i'm endorsing her but my sources in the streets of these white women say it's not it's a no not looking good Mm-mm. it's at least 53 percent gonna vote but she probably added to the percentage <laughs> 50 uh, for my estimates of the tv show it's 53 percent of these bitches is just traitorous it's just it's nothing that can be done uh they lost cause <laughs> right uh, all right <laughs> guess the race <laughs> now, guess the race also guess well, the Oprah's race black that's why it is guest the race time 50 percent they white now that is time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course everybody that plays this game is racist let's get into it guys um daycare workers are charged with giving laced gummy bears to toddlers Mm -hmm. i think i know this one oh you already seen it i think i have god damn it well i'm gonna do it anyway for the chat okay only because it came down my facebook feed uh, what are you doing on facebook Karen? i know right what am i doing on social media you supposed to be the one not informed three daycare workers have been charged with child endangerment after they allegedly admitted giving gummy bears laced with melatonin to a class of two-year-olds to get them to calm down for nap time <laughs> this is just a horrible case of bad judgment said the deplane police chief william kushner 
the plane police uh said officers were called to kitty junction daycare kitty center junction. on friday afternoon because the kids was high as hell they walked in all the kids asleep all the kids sleep melatonin puts you to sleep a, a, ah, okay. a manager there told police one of the teachers had been distributing gummy bears laced with melatonin to a class of two-year-olds without the parents authorization as if they would ever get authorization for that right police said there were four gummy bears left in the bottle that contained 120 allegedly ah! this was done in an effort to calm them down before nap time she was like y'all gonna sleep the whole nap time ain't nobody gonna be talking about i got the piss nope baby you sleeping three teachers was taken into custody <laughs> goddamn gang y'all three teachers how you get the other two in on it that's how annoying so I was like, is. why is it so quiet in a room <laughs> my kids don't ever sleep the whole 25 minutes Janice gave up able to go to sleep all early what is going on i'm in here chasing these little motherfuckers around girl what you doing right genji that's how it happened and then it became a gang this will make a great advertiser for melatonin lace gummy bears i know but we in this together you gotta embrace the embrace the ad where you get it gummy bears dot ink <laughs> come on gummy bears incorporated y'all better show up be like uh just have a commercial where somebody's like i can't get this baby to go to sleep at all and is <laughs> your child not sleeping and taking naps i just need a break it's just a woman with her hair all fucked up that's the only how it is <laughs> in black and white and then did she get a baby to come here and everything go to color yeah <laughs> she just walk around hair combed twerking having just living a life drinking wine watching netflix watching netflix, just having eating crackers and just oh just oh my life is so much better now this little motherfucker is drugged up and sleep and sleeping um yeah so they said uh three teachers are taken into custody during and during questioning they each admitted to giving the children the lace gummy bears police said the women didn't think that it was inappropriate because melatonin is an over-the-counter sleeping aid nigga you can't give them robitussin either what are you doing <laughs> what are you doing hey man was- <laughs> did you read the bottle they be like children five and under <laughs> hey man i mean come on it's a reason why they tell you that they sell it over the counter i mean are we really about to are we really are i we guess really? i'm the bad guy we act like this is a problem so i can't crush up aspirin and put it in a in a milk wow okay <laughs> news to me then why they let them buy why they let me buy it uh the one the women 32 year old christian laletta 19 year old jessica hayes and 25 year old ashley helfenbeam each was served with two counts of child endangerment and two counts of battery the daycare center had no pride violation all three are due to appear in court april 4th at the skokie courthouse no child was seriously injured that we know of at this point it is limited to one classroom according to the police and shit so so did they know they was just in a gummy situation <laughs> 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 I think the police found them. They had a detective get on it. They needed a gum shoe. <laughs> um, guess the race. Uh, I guess chat room. Karen says she yeah. already knows. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ask them? To, okay. Yes. Never too early to start them living their meth life white. It, I hate the drugs, but the drugs love me. White Becky with meth hair white. Oh! 
wiggity white split gummies in the 53 percent white mask mask off melatonin and percocet black becky susan and jenny white 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 black naps the correct answer is white they were white women Some of y'all missed because y'all said black. Damn, boy, that's dirt. that's gangster. For real. That's a lot of pressure to go to sleep. And you know them parents took their kids on, God, my baby's still sleepy. Go to sleep. God damn. I know they was mad before they found that melatonin wonder what else they tried before they got to that oh, oh believe you me that wasn't the first thing they tried <laughs> take a little bit of this brandy just a sip now nah, they gonna feel the alcohol in their breath we gonna get in trouble girl right we gotta do we gotta, we gotta do gummies yeah everybody we can hide the gummy bears mm-hmm. all right let me go to the next one uh let's see here um a passing wait no hold on, hold on, hold on. police thwart a woman's attack at an elementary school what a axe it was an axe attack y'all mm-hmm las vegas a nevada woman facing charges at the police say she tried to bring an axe to an elementary school and threatened to kill people oh shit axe ratchetness mm-hmm. you better ask about her mm-hmm <laughs> uh i guess she just wanted to bury the hatchet y'all get it uh the incident happened just before noon on tuesday at williams elementary in las vegas um police say 33 year old crystal killoff well of course what you gonna kill them all crystal killoff uh climbed the school's chain link fence with axe in her hand to scream she was gonna everyone link fence what the what what, where's the school at what's happening here chain link that's a normal kind of fence okay yeah oh okay them the one them the ones that did uh crisscross yeah. okay uh so i was talking about like chain chain i'm like how the hell she climb up the side of a building chain mail <laughs> right uh she said she was gonna murder everyone there were 200 kids on the playground when the incident happened police say 200 kids she was still on the fence when they arrived she was taken into custody before making it inside she's facing several charges including assault with a deadly weapon guess the race of chris uh crystal kill off karen kill off was white all right let's check the chat room see what they believe um still a lot of tell to tell white fuck you mom i do what i want white says trey <laughs> um crystal meth white meth coke heroin it's all white uh white since you asked i say white she should ask herself if it was worth it white high top air force white she almost calls an axe identity white the correct answer uh is oh wait i think you meant axe ident i get it the correct answer <laughs> is white she's a white woman i'm just glad they were able to get an axe handle on the situation <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> uh did the picture show up yet that it is. just pop- 
oh no what is happening here oh no mm-hmm. how could she find them the kids is in every direction <laughs> yeah yep uh, she she was, confused all the 200 kids she was very cross with with the kids care very cross ah <sighs> hate to see those kids cross her path if you know what i'm saying uh all right let's go to the bonus round and while we're doing that i'll try to go to the next section because we're gonna be uh cut off at the 120 mark so let's just sing the song and i'll see if i can come back here we go double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race in the bonus round against the race so far carrot is i guess abstained from one and hit one uh and the rest of the chat room is mostly two for two we'll see if they can keep it up all right we should be back and let me add karen back to the screen um oh yeah by the way we got a shout out on uh slate uh today on uh slate podcast slate represent is the name of the podcast uh chris lambert was a guest and they did a oscars recap and he mentioned impossible white man and mentioned me so thank you chris thank you and somebody said we got a shout on somebody else's podcast but i didn't catch who it was in the chat room hadn't hadn't uh so but uh somebody lee chelsea lee something like that jessica lee something like that yes uh yeah i don't want to mess it up so y'all let us know and... oh last name yes oh okay cool we got a shout out on last name basis that's what's up dog um yo small podcast world black podcast got stick together um all right let's get to the last story guys all right all the bonus points bonus round for guess the race a man threw sulfuric acid on his roommate after a dispute a maryland man is facing attempted murder charge uh after police say he threw sulfuric acid on his roommate leaving her in critical condition with serious burns to her face and body oh shit mm-hmm mm-hmm becre abdella 28 is accused of throwing the acid onto a woman during an argument saturday night at the boarding house where they both lived in hyattsville who the fuck keeps acid on them mm-hmm. the victim ran out the house screaming help me help me please the neighbor said the woman called out she ran out of the house nearly naked because the acid had scorched her clothes according to the neighbor Woo. who asked not to be identified you can see the shoddiness to her body they said prince george's county officers were called uh around 7 30 p.m saturday for a report of a roommate dispute when they arrived they found a woman suffering from second and third degree burns by the time the police arrived abdella the suspect had already left police found him two days later they say he confessed to the attack the crime included his motive including his motive are still under investigation the victim's neighbor said they always been concerned about abdella you could find him walking around the yard talking to himself walking back and forth down the street talking to himself like he was on a cell phone but he wasn't abdella was held without bond this is an egregious crime and somebody who does something like this we don't want on our streets at all said corporal lamar robinson uh guess the race of becker abdella karen 
descendant of india india karen's going with all right let's check the chat room uh see what they believe um um pg county everybody black whack-ass black dude middle eastern black pg county black uh red dot not feather middle eastern um all right it looks like all the arabian fi- frights disco inferno let it burn by usher black uh black israelite <laughs> the correct answer is black he was black And that means a lot of y'all missed it, Karen. Too. Damn, I can't get his picture to come up, but he's black. I'll, I'll just y'all look it up. His first name was B E K R E. So. Oh, that name. That's why I thought it was um another type of brown. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um he was definitely a black guys as trump would say um they black <laughs> he was one of he had a very good relationship with him okay um with the blacks with all of us uh, uh, uh possibly um oh yeah and the podcast they're talking about um it's francesca ramsey remember we met her yes and, um, okay Cause, Pod- okay Cause somebody yeah. had a different name in it so i thought it was something else my yeah, bad yeah, yes. yeah yeah yes yeah. and she's so sweet yeah she it was dope man we had so much fun we did uh, we had, hopefully y'all listened to our panel with her and um dylan Marin was on there paul bay was on mm-hmm. there that was a partner was on there from corporate like it was uh it was so fun i hope you guys are listening uh but yeah she go uh wait what did i say ramsey Ch- francesca francesca uh lee that's her name yeah uh she but yeah she um she was so fun to do the panel with and sweet and like we got to take a picture with her yes and um she got a book out now mm-hmm. uh she got a tv show coming out right she doing great things yeah she big time like for real uh, <laughs> you know we just dabble in this little podcast thing you know we hobnob with the stars you guys know what it is you know what i'm saying we do our, we try to do what we do you know what i'm saying we can do it you know get in where we fit in you know uh so i feel like we're really responsible for that bump you know what i'm saying that it's not her hard work or the coded or <laughs> the videos every time i go to uh facebook you know the video pop up it's not that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it ain't nothing to do with mtv it's uh it's really just me me and karen guys i think a lot of y'all should uh you know uh give us the credit for these hard-working black women's careers and uh, <laughs> everything everything that they're able to uh everything they're able to accomplish just remember that it was us that uh made sure that it uh, happened happened first yeah yeah francesca ramsey okay so i did have it right uh and then on twitter it's jessica lee ah okay that's why um anyway sore ratchet this time because we got to get out of here because black lightning is back yes it is mm-hmm. but first the flash right yep oh boy the flash what happened to you i don't know you used to be so beautiful Mm-mm-mm. 
sword ratcheting this time guys a man is accused of threatening a victim with a sword a thomaston man remains in jail after he was arrested february 22nd for allegedly threatening another man with a sword andrew davis 29 was charged with criminal threatening with a dangerous weapon and violating the condition of release from a previous arrest in december davis made his initial appearance in knox county unified court february 23rd where his bail was set at five thousand dollars cash he currently remains in jail according to the affidavit filed by knox county sheriff's office in knox county unified court the victim reported that he woke up and found davis allegedly standing in his room with a sword once the victim was awake davis apologized and left the room wait i think i read this dude uh the victim then went to speak to davis who was pointing a butterfly knife at himself and said he was seeing people arguing with them yeah we did this guy already hold on let me find a different one i don't like doing repeats okay guys uh how about a man ran at a group of children with a samurai sword oh shit children getting axes guns i'm poor kids fuck say the babies man a man brandished a samurai sword at a group of children in the street and ran at them with it a court heard the incident outside of weatherspoons pub in cleckington uh left the youngsters who were ages 10 to 14 feeling terrified there is a i mean i'd be terrified as a grown man come on sean sean Ackroyd, no relation denies offenses of assaulting by beating using threatening behavior and possession of an offensive weapon in public prosecutor jill said and said the group were gathered on albion street close to obadiah brook pub she took magistrates that drunk uh wait she told magistrates that drunk Ackroyd told them to go away before picking up a pint glass and striking the foot of one of the girls oh well, we hitting feet he is hitting feet he then left before allegedly returning with a brown box which he put down outside the pub and removed the sword from it magistrates heard the 31 year old then allegedly ran towards the youth and shouted that he was going to get him they sent his case to leeds crown court where he will first appear on march 27th Ackroyd of well street in liver's edge was granted unconditional bail in the meantime unconditional bail so like unconditional love i've never heard of unconditional bail <laughs> unconditional what the fuck does that mean mm, I, your guess is good it's mine buddy. baby i'm gonna i'm gonna bail you no matter what you do okay i i ain't going nowhere and most importantly you ain't going nowhere because there ain't no conditions on your bail okay baby um ain't no conditions <laughs> unconditional bail Mm-mm. i do it for you <laughs> give you unconditional bail all right guys we'll be back tomorrow with uh miss smart recapping walking dead yay Uh, don't hurt nobody in the meantime uh go to adamandeve.com code tbgwt and uh enjoy black lightning tonight guys okay we need this in our lives i'm gonna i'm gonna do a black talk like black lightning contest uh for twitter that's my next thing yeah because they can't say nothing without quoting somebody uh famous some famous black person in every conversation <laughs> dad i'm sorry i was late for school anissa don't you understand a injustice anywhere is an injustice everywhere martin luther king 1968 come on <laughs> y'all gonna learn today <laughs> daddy i don't understand i disagree ain't i a woman soldier in the truth 1943 
<laughs> like they just every every other sentence i'm okay, here for the over the top i love it it's my fave all right guys we'll talk to y'all tomorrow till then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.